0: This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your biweekly industry news briefing for September 11th. A judge has denied Prisma Health's request for a temporary restraining order, preventing United Healthcare from disclosing details about contract negotiations to the media. And in an order filed in South Carolina's 13th Judici- Judicial Court on September 8th, a judge wrote that the Greenville-based system failed to establish the grounds necessary for a temporary injunction. In initial court filings, Prisma had alleged that United Healthcare breached its contract with the system by not disclosing information about Prisma's rate proposals to several media outlets and by not providing a copy of any statement issued to the media at least 48 hours in advance. The judge rejected Prisma's request to issue that temporary restraining order barring United Health from making public any confidential information about Prisma. In responses filed in court, United Health said it had only issued statements to media outlets when reporters asked for a response to a letter sent to Prisma Health patients who received benefits through United Healthcare only. United Healthcare and Prisma Health will go out of network if they do not reach a new contract agreement by January 1st. Well, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the latest payer to announce it is scaling back its prior authorization requirements ahead of new regulations expected by CMS. BCBS is cutting approximately 20% of its prior authorization requirements and expanding its gold card program. They said that September 7th. A BCBS Michigan spokesperson told Beckers that the process has begun and it will be a phased rollout. The company processes about 87 million claims annually, and about two and a half million go through their review system. Blue Cross joins other payers that have recently announced prior auth cuts. United Healthcare on September 1st initiated the first of two waves that will cut 20% of its requirements. And Cigna said August 24th that it has removed prior authorization requirements for more than 600 medical procedures, cutting the number it requires by 25%. Well, Bloomberg has reported that Walmart is interested in purchasing majority ownership in ChenMed, a chain of primary care clinics focused on health for seniors. The deal values ChenMed at several billion dollars, according to Bloomberg. Terms have not been finalized and another buyer could still emerge. ChenMed focuses on bringing value-based care to Medicare beneficiaries, especially those with multiple chronic conditions. The physician-led teams focus on prevention. If the deal is finalized, Walmart would have ownership in the company's more than 100 health centers across 15 states. Last year, Walmart announced co-branded Medicare Advantage plans with United Healthcare, with the goal of bringing value-based care to hundreds of thousands of seniors nationwide. Walmart has not commented on the potential deal, which would be the company's biggest purchase in the healthcare space to date. In 2021, the company purchased MeMD, a telehealth provider. Another piece of this story is that in August, ChenMed appointed Steve Nelson, president of the company. Mr. Nelson was co-chair and CEO of Dooley Health & Care, a multi-specialty physician group out of Illinois. He also has past experience as United Healthcare's CEO. Well, CVS Health is adding responsibilities to three members of its C-suite. CFO Sean Guerton is adding the title of president of health services. That's according to a September 7th news release from CM- CVS. In that role, Mr. Guertin will be responsible for unifying the company's care delivery assets, which include the recently acquired companies, Oak Street Health and Signify Health, along with CVS's retail assets that include MinuteClinic. Chief Pharmacy Officer Prem Shah will be the sole president of pharmacy and consumer wellness. CVS said the move will simplify the leadership structure of the segment Dr. Shah previously served as co-president with Chief Customer and Experience Officer Michelle Peluso. Ms. Peluso will expand her role to focus on improving patient experience across the company's care delivery and service channels. CBS also said that Brian Kane has started his role as EVP and President of Aetna, which was announced back in April. Well, on the other side of that coin, Oscar Health has named two former Aetna leaders to its executive team. Carrie Sane was former chief commercial growth officer at Aetna, and she was appointed to be executive vice president of Plus Oscar, the company's technology platform for healthcare clients. Stephen Kelmar, senior vice president of strategy implementation at CVS, will be EVP and chief of staff to the CEO, Mark Bertolini. Mr. Kalmar was previously chief of staff and EVP and head of strategy in the CEO's office at Aetna from 2008 to 2018. Mr. Bertolini was CEO of Aetna from 2011 to 2018. And finally, Lifetime, a gym chain with over 150 locations nationwide, says it's going to be limiting the hours that members who receive memberships through their Medicare plan can use the fitness clubs. In a statement shared with Beckers, a Lifetime spokesperson said the changes were implemented after reimbursement rate negotiations with Medicare Fitness Benefit administrators. Beginning in 2024, Lifetime members who receive their membership through Medicare benefits, such as a Medicare Advantage plan, will be able to use those clubs from 9.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. on weekdays and after 2 p.m. on Saturdays and all days on Sundays. The majority of Medicare Advantage plans, or 98%, they offer fitness benefits to their members, which can include free memberships to gyms. A lifetime spokesperson said the rates at the high-end gym chain is paid by Medicare fitness benefit administrators are a small fraction of its normal membership dues. If you'd like the latest health care and insurance-related news in your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.